Welcome to the Rediscover You podcast, hosted by Melissa Fernandez. Rediscover You is a show all about relationships, breakups, health, money, life, and more. Melissa is a multi-passionate entrepreneur, author, and relationship expert who will be bringing you a new message each week, plus interviews with conscious leaders from around the world. So let's get ready to dive into this episode of Rediscover You. Here's your host, Melissa Fernandez. Hello, my superstar lovers, and welcome back to another episode of the Rediscover You podcast. I know, I know, I said last week that we were going to have a guest speaker this week, but life happens, things get in the way, and unforeseen circumstances happen, like COVID. (laughs) So how amazing is this for our guest speaker who will be on next week, I promise. He rocked up ready to go for his interview and as he came on, he came onto the Zoom, he was sweating and I was like, are you okay? And he's like, Mel, Mel, I've got the COVID. I said, oh no, I know that feeling. I know those sweats. I know I pushed through when we had a massive team call, but that was organized already with hundreds of people on there and I was speaking on a piece on vision boards. And I'm like, there's no way I'm going to cancel when there's a hundred people on and got on. And it was one of the most challenging things I've ever had to do because I was literally just sweating through the piece. And I just said to him, I know the feeling like let's postpone, you go rest, relax, chill out. And when you're feeling better, we will jump on and do this podcast. And here is going to another level of commitment too, because I was just talking to Reese earlier and I just said, I'm like, babe, I feel like I'm going to have to postpone this week's podcast because I just got out of surgery yesterday. If you follow me on socials, you would see that I have had a shoulder injury and I just had my surgery yesterday to fix my dislocated shoulder. And I am literally high as a kite right now. (laughs) No, I'm not that bad, but I'm definitely on some pain meds. And so if I stutter or say things, um, I do apologize in advance, but I just wanted to get on here because I am committed to this podcast. I am married to this and I literally have made that commitment that every single Wednesday I will drop a new episode and come on here and share what has happened in my life what I've learned, where I can provide value to my amazing listeners and where it can move your life forward. So I wanted to come on here and share about, well, I guess mainly commitment and the importance of that word because commitment is what life is all about. It's literally making that decision to commit, to show up, to not play half in, half out to not just put your toes in the water and just dangle it there. No, it's jumping all in. That's commitment. Like in a relationship, have you ever been in a relationship where it just doesn't feel right? You know, one person's putting all the effort in and the other isn't, or you're messaging someone and they're not responding back to you. That's where it's like, okay, I'm playing half in and I'm playing half out. They're not a hundred percent committed. And it feels icky. It feels yuck because they haven't made that move 
to commit. When you go all in, that's where so much changes. Even in business, my friends, like if you are in a business and you're going, mm, I don't know if I want to do this, oh, oh, and you're effing and erring about it, that's half in, half out. It's when you make that decision to be like, you know what, I'm going all in, I'm going to play it 100% and I'm going to stay committed. That's where stuff changes. That's where so much changes in your life. It's making that commitment, but it's just deciding you know, the word decide, I think they say it's decision. So the word decision, ision actually means to cut off in Latin. How cool is that? Ision means to cut off in Latin. So when you make a decision, it literally means cut off any other options that you have and decide and then commit to it. Show up because life is literally about 90% of life is showing up. So show up and make that commitment. And that's why I'm here, my friends, <laughs> on painkillers with a right shoulder in a massive sling and bandage all over it. And I only have my left hand. So I wanted to share a story about my shoulder because it's one I don't think I've actually really shared about what happened to my shoulder. And I think it's a really amazing, powerful story in terms of mindset. It's amazing what the brain can really do. But let's rewind back to 2020 when I was actually training for an ultra marathon. And it was October 2020. I had about a month to go before the ultra marathon. Now, when I signed up for this ultra marathon, I had never run even a half or a full marathon in my whole entire life. The most I'd ever run was 12 kilometers. An ultra marathon that I signed up for was a hundred kilometers. Why did I do that? Well, I wanted a challenge. I wanted something that was going to push me. And when I looked to see what ultras were on, it was a 50 kilometer and a hundred kilometer. And the 50 kilometer was called the glasses half full. And I'm like, hmm, I'm not really a glasses half full person. If I'm going to do this, I'm going to commit and I'm going to commit to the hundred and go all out jump all in my friends, right? We only have one life. Why not jump all in? So I made the commitment. I said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do hundred kilometers. And I signed up and then I introduced myself into the Guzzler ultra marathon group on Facebook. And I said, hello, my name's Mel. Like I've just signed up for hundred kilometers. I'm super excited. You know, the most I've ever run is 12 kilometers. See you in 10 weeks for the ultra marathon. We love some training tips. Oh my goodness. Did that post get so much hate on it? I have never seen so much hate on one post. I had so many people messaging on that group, on that post, being like, you are crazy. You are going to put all the runners out because you're going to get the SES service to come and save you. You cannot do 100 kilometers if you've done 12, only done 12 kilometers. You're going to end up, something's going to end up happening to you. Oh my God, and the heat, the heat's going to destroy you. And it just went on and on and on. There was so much hate around this that I was like, oh my goodness, like I am not going to take these people's beliefs because I really believe that I can do this. But if I borrow their beliefs, I will fail. And it just gave me a strong reason why 
to do this. I had a reason before that was because I just wanted to challenge myself. But now because I saw so much hate and people pouring their belief, I wanted to show people what was possible, that I could do this because I believed I could do it. And I didn't want to borrow other people's beliefs. So I just said, well, that's good for you guys. You do you. I'm going to do me and I'm going to keep going. And I kept training and training and training. Within two weeks, I was already running a half a marathon in my training session. It was in that moment that I realized that we're all potential on ice. We have so much potential just waiting there, but it's about setting a goal that's really going to push yourself further and borrowing people's beliefs that you value and your beliefs, not borrowing people's beliefs who you wouldn't exchange places with. Never, ever, ever, ever take advice from broke and unhappy people, especially if they haven't been there themselves. Because later on when I found out, when I went for the ultra, that most of those people who wrote those hate comments, guess what? They only signed up for the 50 kilometers. So they were just projecting their shit, their scarcity, their fear, because somewhere in them deep down was too scared to sign up for the 100 kilometers. So what did they do? project on me, just some girl who'd never run an ultra and only 12 kilometers and just wanted to throw their projection on me. So my friends, let me tell you, one month before the ultra marathon, I was training and I was in one of my training sessions. If you've ever done the Kokoda Trail in the Gold Coast, I was on this amazing hill called the Nimmel. Oh, the Nimmel, it took my soul. It literally took my soul. It is a very steep, steep, gravelly hill. And when you're running an ultra, they always recommend that you have poles as well. So I was training with poles. And as I was running down this hill during the training session, I slipped on the gravel, the pole dug in and my hand was still wrapped around the pole and I fell forward and my arm went backwards. My shoulder popped out of the socket and I literally was in the middle of nowhere. I had no phone reception. I was with one girlfriend, beautiful Janae Top, and she went white. It was in that moment that adrenaline literally just took over and I went, mm-hmm, okay, I think I've dislocated my shoulder here. I literally just grabbed it and popped it back in. And we had about, I reckon about 15 more kilometers to run until we actually got to the car. So I got back up and I said, all right, let's do this. Let's keep going. <laughs> and we literally kept going and kept running. And I was just fueled by adrenaline. It wasn't until I got home that my shoulder was starting to get really painful. And I said, okay, I know I've definitely done something here. So I went down to the pharmacy. I got a sling. I put the sling on. I said, I'm just going to rest it for a couple of days. And then I'm going to get on with it because the ultra marathon is in one month. And I am not, not doing this. I said, broken bones, torn ligaments, whatever. I am going to do this. Even if I have to crawl, I am going to get to the ultra marathon, show up on the start line and finish. And that's what all was in my head. I had such a strong desire. The fire was burning in my belly that nothing was going to stop me. Literally nothing. And two days later, I was fine. I was back to training. I was running. No shoulder problem. Nothing. Ran the ultra marathon, my friends. Completed it completed a hundred kilometers. And it was actually hilarious because when I got there on the day, so many people were like, oh, Melissa, so they knew me from the group. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. I have no idea who anyone was. And they were watching me. They were watching my whole journey. And there was so many people were cheering me on. And they were like, we were so hoping that you were going to finish it. And you did. And you know what, my friends, the people that projected so much crap on me, some of them didn't even show up that day. They didn't even show up on the start line. 
90% of success is showing up. They didn't show up. And the ones that did show up and were doing 50 kilometers didn't complete it. Isn't that interesting to know that what the power of your brain can do, what beliefs you believe, what you tell yourself, because that's where things will end up. You've got a really poor belief in you. No one's coming to save you. No one's coming to do it. You have to do it for yourself. You have to believe in you. It's your belief that you know what you are capable of, my friends. And so when I was running the ultra and completed it, it was felt amazing. Like I didn't have any shoulder issue and nothing happened because I literally had such a strong why. My why was to show people that you can just believe in yourself and you don't have to borrow other people's beliefs. It's so powerful when you have a strong reason why. And when you have that reason why, your brain will allow you to do things and push you to so much beyond what you think you're capable of. And that's what happened. But then a few months later, here's where it got interesting. My shoulder started to hurt. It started to keep popping out of its socket back in whenever I was doing different types of exercises, like any exercises that was like high impact where like, you know, burpees or box jumps, any movements where my arm was going forward, it was having this niggle and it would do the little pop out of the socket and then pop back in and then my hand would get all numb. I was even in one of those dancing classes where I did a heels dancing class and I did one of the moves on the ground and my shoulder like popped down, popped back in. I was like, oh my gosh, this is really embarrassing. This is my first like heels dancing class and I I can't feel my hand. It's all floppy. (laughs) So it was really starting to cause me grief and I said, oh, I better go get that checked out went to go get checked out, saw a physio, did rehab on it for about eight weeks. Then she sent me to go get all the scans. Turned out my friends that I tore, I have a slap tear and I tore my rotating calf and also chipped a bone. So what was the best option? Surgery. So I saw a couple of surgeons. I always like to get a few different opinions. Never take one person's opinion. Take a few, get a few options. That's with anything in life. Because don't forget that things in life, everything is sales and people are selling. People have intentions, right? People thinking about their heart as well and what that's going to lead to. So I always like to have a few opinions before deciding. Don't just jump into the first opinion you hear. I know Reese is amazing at this. He has taught me so much about having options. He's always like, you know, the other day I was getting carpets cleaned and I found one person to clean the carpets. He's like, how many quotes have you got? I said one. He's like, I would prefer if you just got a few other more quotes. And then I got a few other quotes. He goes, good. Now go back to the one that you like and tell them you got this other quote for cheaper and see what they say. I said, okay, babe. So I called the other company and I told them, they're like, yep, yep, we can do it for that price as well. So I was like, wow, how awesome is that, right? And that's so much in life that you can do that. But it's literally about getting out there, getting different quotes, finding different options. You know, just remember that people have their intentions and heart as well. So it's important to also know where your heart lies and listen to yourself and what you truly believe in and your gut. So saw a couple of surgeons, decided to go with Terry Hammond in Pandara, just loved him, loved his energy, loved his um, bedside manners, like even yesterday when I went in for surgery, he came into the room and he's like, are we ready? Are you excited? (laughs) I was like, oh my goodness, you were the best. (laughs) Here I'm all in my like gown and my my cap and my hair and my sexy underwear. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm ready. Let's do this. Let's go. He was just, yeah, it was really cool. It was really lovely energy. Um, So yeah. And so I got my shoulder 
fixed. Um, I'm now in a sling for six weeks and it's going to be about six months rehab before I can actually really get back to the full capacity of where it was, where I was in the gym, you know, doing pull-ups and lifting my hands up and stuff like that. So it's going to be a fun journey. I get to program my left hand now, which is really exciting because I'm in a sling on my right hand. I'm right-handed. So I'm going to be using my left hand for things. And you know what? There's actually been studies done to help keep you younger. It's about doing different things. So they found this island in Japan and they did a study on what keeps these people living for longer. Why has this got a population of people that have lived the longest? And what they found was in this island somewhere in Japan, somewhere outside of Japan, was that they were keeping their brains young. And they were keeping their brains young by doing different things, training themselves to do different things, like learning different languages. They were learning instruments. They were doing things where they would go a different direction from where they normally went, right? So if you're going the same direction, you go to work every single day, why don't you try taking a different direction? It's amazing how we can get into such a habit and such a pattern of always doing the same things on repeat. And when you do that, it's actually not keeping your brain young. It's not training your brain. I know when I was in uh, Circle on Cavill, when we were living in surfers, we were down in a car park. I kept going the same way, the same way to park my car. And when I decided to change it after reading this book, I would go a different way in the car park. It felt so weird. I'm like, oh my God, this feels so different. But I knew it was just training my brain and keeping it young. So that's what I look at my left hand with now. I'm like, you know what? I get to brush my teeth with my left hand. I get to brush my hair with my left hand. I get to write with my left hand and train myself to now be left-handed, type with my phone on my left hand. So the positive is I'm going to look at it as keeping myself young. Right, We can always find beautiful, positive things in life if we really go out there and look for it, my friends. So I just wanted to get on here, share my story about the power of the brain, about really setting yourself out there to finding a strong why of what are you doing right now and why are you doing it? You know, Simon Sinek talks about the what, the how, and the why and how so many people are operating on the what. What am I doing? And how am I doing it? And they don't really think about the why, right? That always comes to us. It's what, how, and why. But he's like, what if you reversed it and you went, why? Why am I doing this? How am I doing it? And what am I doing it with? And when you figure out what your strong why is, it would really keep you going. And that's what happened when I completed my ultra marathon. It's because I had that strong why? So my friends, decide what is it today that you are going to cut off? What are you going to make a decision on? Jump all in on, play a hundred percent and really focus on why are you doing it? And just remember my loves, no matter what, no matter what you decide, no matter why, what reason you're doing it for, Just remember that you are enough. Strip off all of those masks. Show up as you because the world needs you to be you. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Rediscover You podcast. If you loved this show, then subscribe to it on iTunes and leave a five-star review. 
If you had an aha moment from this episode, then share the love with your friends. Screenshot this episode, send it to a friend, share it on your story, and make sure to tag Melissa on Instagram at TheMelFernandez. And if no one has told you lately, Melissa wants to remind you that you are enough.